0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, some agency leaders will be returning to the office first. VA may have to use its data better to make sure resources are going to where they're needed. And there's a new leader of the Pentagon's Cybersecurity Accreditation Body. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Multiple agencies say their senior leaders will return to the office after the new year. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Agriculture Department, Environmental Protection Agency, and National Science Foundation have all asked their senior executives or managers to return to the office on January 3rd or 4th, at least for a day or two a week. Planning for the rest of their employees to return, though, is more complicated. The Social Security Administration says it will ask employees to return later than the original January third date it proposed earlier this fall. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Agencies at last have a formal occupational series for data scientists in government. The Office of Personnel Management finalized the key roles, skills, and competencies for data scientists. It worked with the Census Bureau, the Chief Information Officers Council, Office of Management and Budget, and others to create the new data scientist series it covers professional positions that involve extracting and interpreting data sets and visualizing them to articulate the findings agencies should use this new occupational series to classify data science jobs moving forward Auditors for the Department of Veterans Affairs say the data VA is using to measure its capacity to provide specialty health care might not be accurate. The Mission Act requires VA use data to measure its capacity and assess the demand for health care in 96 geographic markets. The Asset and Infrastructure Review Commission will then recommend ways to modernize or realign VA resources to fill health care gaps. The VA Inspector General says the department overstated workloads for 12 specialty areas by 10 percent. The IG says VA risks not placing staff and resources in the places where veterans need them the most. A new wrinkle in two long-running programs to update federal electronic health records. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. A new commercial wrinkle, that is. Oracle Corporation will acquire Cerner for $28.3 billion in cash or $95 a share. Cerner is the company supplying the electronic health records to the Veterans Affairs and Defense Departments, as both struggle to replace legacy systems. VA's contract is directly with Cerner. DOD uses Lidos as its prime for integration. Initial rollouts have run into technical and schedule problems. Oracle is among the government's longest-running software suppliers, dating to 1977. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. There's new leadership at a key organization for the Pentagon Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification Initiative, the CMMC accreditation body announced that Jeff Dalton was elected to serve as chairman of the Board of Directors in 2022. Dalton was previously vice chairman. He takes over for the departing Carlton Johnson. Dalton is president and CEO of the consulting firm Broadsword. He says his top priorities include ensuring companies understand recent changes the Pentagon made to the program called CMMC 2.0. As the Omicron variant bears down on the U.S., the Defense Department is clarifying how to handle civilian employee vaccinations. The Pentagon is clarifying exactly how it will handle civilian workers who have not attested to getting fully vaccinated. The Defense Department required those employees to be inoculated by November 22nd. However, new guidance is encouraging DOD components to continue robust education and counseling to civilian holdouts to take the shot. It states that department heads should hold off until January 2022 to send out letters of reprimand. Civilian employees can eventually be fired from their jobs if they do not get the vaccine. Congress is getting concerned about the Army's augmented reality goggle program and it's taking action. The 2022 defense authorization bill withholds 25 percent of the Army's funding for the integrated visual augmented system until the service can provide a report on the procurement efforts. The Army announced in October that it was delaying the program by a year. Meanwhile, the Senate advances legislation to boost artificial intelligence training. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Late last week, the Senate passed a bill to increase the federal workforce's understanding of artificial intelligence technologies. The legislation is sponsored by Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee Chairman Gary Peters and ranking member Rob Portman. It would require the Office of Management and Budget to set up a training program for feds who manage and purchase AI technology. Training would include lessons on the benefits and risks of AI, including the ethical and national security implications posed by the technologies. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool